Welcome back to Off Script, everybody. I'm your host, Brendan. Connor is not here, but I'm joined by a very special guest, my girlfriend, Adri. Hey, everyone. He's <laughs> here for the first time on the podcast. Never been in a podcast before. Yeah, I'm very... Surprisingly. Been to a lot of movies, even with Connor and I, but has never been an episode. And this be- is because Connor is in Virginia. Connor is not paying the $30 to watch Mulan <laughs> like we did. Well, I guess we didn't really. We, we mooched off your parents. Yeah, it's, but it's okay. But <laughs> we, we, we watched the movie. Connor has yet to watch it. I think we were the guinea pigs. Um, so it's just going to be me and Adrian, you know, talking a lot about this movie. Um, we got a, actually a really a lot to talk about. Um, we're going to talk, you know, talk about the differences between the new live action version and the old animated version. We're going to talk about what it was like to watch it at home, a movie that was supposed to be in the theaters, what it was like to watch it on our TV. And we're going to talk about, you know, the whole, like, Disney pay money with Disney Plus to watch it. It's kind of interesting, so we'll jump into what we think about what's going to happen with the rest of the year in movies. Um, so, should we just get into it? Yeah, I think we should. Let's do it. Alright, so let's jump right in and talk about our first impressions from the movie. So, if you remember, the premiere for this movie... Ha- like the press re- premiere happened a week before COVID shut down the entire world. This is like, I think it was like March 9th or something, like yeah. that week. So, like, the world shut down like the 15th around that time, but the premiere is like the previous Friday. I remember mm-hmm. I, this like, Biola closed, we go to Biola University in LA. Biola closed like on a, like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And then, but like, and the premiere was like the Friday before that. Mm-hmm. So, here we are. We, the movie was supposed to come out that week. It, of course, they pushed it back indefinitely. Mm-hmm. And here we are six months later watching it in our house. What the heck? So I would love to, to get your opinion. Of course, remember the trailer. What was your like opinion of the trailer? Because I know what I thought of the trailer, but what did you think of like the original trailer for the movie? Um, well, I remember from the beginning, you and I were kind of skeptical, you know, once we heard that, you know, there was going to be no... No singing, no uh, no Mushu, you know, um, not anything that we knew from the previous movie. We were, I know that coming in, I was, you know, not really sure what was going to happen. There have been some fails with Disney remakes in the past, so. But once we watched, once I watched the trailer, like, seeing the way they wanted to, to form the story and really how, how they really wanted to make it about Chinese culture and about Mulan as, like, a historical characters so to say i was uh i was pretty interested i was pretty excited yeah i think that's pretty fair when i saw the trailer it looked way more action mm-hmm. like pretty much the entire trailer was her like fighting with her hair down like yeah. on a horse i was like oh so they're going like full action mode for this movie it wasn't all action but it was a lot it was actually quite a bit more i think than the original movie mm-hmm. um yeah i remember the trailer it, it, I, I was actually pretty excited. I remember mom, my mom was actually really excited for it. Like, she never usually gets excited for watching things in theater. She doesn't really go to the theater that much. But she was very much like, I would like to go see this movie. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Like, I'm really glad you're excited for it. I kind of didn't know what to think. I, 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 I liked the original because it has singing, and I think Mushu's hilarious as a side <laughs> character. He's, like, one of the best side characters in Disney. So it was kind of controversial the way they're doing that. We're going to get into comparing it to other Disney live-action movies later. But no singing in the movie, no funny talking dragon, but I think they were still able to pull it off. Yeah. Because because it's very much, and there was actually still parts of the original music in Mm -hmm. the background score 
of the movie. Like, Reflection was played in, like, the climax of the movie. They played Reflection in the credits. So they very much are like, okay, we're not going to pretend the original just didn't have music in it. Mm -hmm. But this is very much different from what they've done before. Yeah, I think just coming into it, like, there's been other Disney movies, animated, um, live action that have, like, it's more um, action-filled, but never really has, has a band like a princess movie remade into being so much about action. That's never, they've never done that before. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what made it stand out from other um, remakes that are live action. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, um, it's very much like we're not trying to redo a princess story or something like that, which I actually think is a good call. Because I don't, when I think of princess, I don't think of Mulan. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about you. I don't think of Mulan. I think princess. I think, like, Cinderella, Snow White, Belle. It's a typical princess Even more, like, Tiana, which, yeah. like, newer movies. Like, that's what I think of when I think princess. I think I think that was also, like, part of the appeal when they were like, okay, we're going to do a Mulan remake. Well, she's not, like, she's a princess, technically, to Disney she is. Mm-hmm. But to most people, I don't know if she really is a princess. Her yeah. story's kind of similar in that she, fi- in the, from the animated movie, where she, I think this is kind of a, a good segue, I guess, into the changes from the new one, uh, when it comes to the new one from the old animated movie. Her story is very different. Mm-hmm. It's much less of like, I need to find my prince and all this stuff. I don't, the original well, wasn't really yeah, like that. To, to be fair, like, aside from, I guess, maybe, no, I think Mulan was like one of the first. Disney, like, movies with, like, a strong female character to not be the classic princess story, trying to find her prince charming, singing about it, wondering what's going to happen, doing nothing for Mm -hmm. herself. Mulan was one of the first female characters to really make it her own. She was the one who who made everything happen for her. And at the end, even though she was interested in a guy, at the end of the day, you know, the story didn't end with her getting, with with the guy getting her. It was about her, her... her journey, I guess. So it mm-hmm. was one of like the first ones to do that. Yeah, for sure. So and and then with the live action, I think they definitely really honed in on that and really talked about her story and why it was so important for her to go out on her own. So yeah. Yeah, um, I thought an actual like improvement of this version was her relationship with her father. I think was a really, mm-hmm. really natural and very like powerful connection they had um i really like the acting choice i don't remember the actor's name but i've seen him in stuff before he's really good plays a really good like father figure character um and mulan really is just all about like when it comes to honor which is the whole theme of the movie like bring honor to us all is the catchphrase um i think it's really like her dynamic between her and her father is really important and they play that up a lot um another interesting thing going along with that i think ties in with like helps her remember her father is the phoenix mm-hmm. so i don't i we so we've been watching all the disney animated movies this summer we haven't gotten to mulan yet truth be told mm-hmm. so and i know you know about it is is the phoenix in the original movie no they do have they do talk about like important important um creatures that that protect the family which is how which is how the character mushu came into play you know he was supposed to call upon this great dragon to come and help mulan but then it ended up not working out so he went to go help her and he went to go be there by her side so they kind of had that a little bit but there was nothing about a phoenix there was nothing Mm -hmm. about like a like a specific family um character family uh guide to help her so this was definitely a change into that and Mm -hmm. i think we were talking about in the live action, they really, like, honed in on the Phoenix being a very important 
important message for her? Yeah. I think it was kind of just like, well, we're not going to have Mushu, so let's at least, let's still have something that's like her father gives her like as like a guide. Like, this will always reminds you of family. I think it was more of like, instead of like protecting her, I mean, it did look out for her, but it was more like reminder of her family and of her father. It's, it's, it's like an imagery there. Um, and we, we can get into, you know, what we thought of the Phoenix. I, it, I feel like it was, it was clearly trying to fill that void mm-hmm. with Mushu. It was trying to do it in a more serious way. I know one thing that we took away from it is it seemed like the Phoenix was there too much. It, it was almost like, if you watch the Lord of the Rings, I don't know if you, have you watched the Lord yes, of the Rings? I, movies? I, okay, I with the eagles. Yeah. Where they're just always there, like conveniently there to save them. It's like, Gandalf, let's just call the eagles. Okay, like they're right over here all the time. It was like the Phoenix is just kind of always there, like saving her butt a lot of the time. I don't think it like reduces her legitimacy as like an independent woman, but like the Phoenix is just there like a lot. It shows up a lot. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely her um her when when the Phoenix appears, it's kind of like her remembering where she comes from and what she's doing all this for, which is a good imagery, but I do think they overused it. I think yeah. the Phoenix was there a little. He, The the Phoenix showed up a little too many times. He, mm-hmm. m- mind you, the Phoenix doesn't actually do anything. It just kind of like, it it's just a presence. Feathers. Yeah, but it, uh, and so it's important for her, but I think in order for it to really hit home, they could have used it more sparingly. Um, right. That's what I think. I, I totally agree. I think that in the, cause the beginning, her father gives her this little medallion with the phoenix on it. I think it would have even been more powerful if she had like was just carrying that around. Mm-hmm. And then whenever she like was in trouble, she just kind of like looked at that and it like and things happened. You know, it was yeah. almost like, okay, well, the phoenix is not like it's literally not a phoenix because like the phoenixes don't exist. Like you're taking this movie, the animated is much more like fantasy mm-hmm. based. The new one's way more like realistic. I feel like the Phoenix is just an interesting blend yeah, of those two. Yeah, I see what two. you mean. Yeah. It, it's, like, it's almost like it's out of place. I feel like it would have been more like going with the tone of the movie if it would have just been like a yeah, Phoenix because, on like a little Yeah, because it, it makes the movie not be so realistic. Exactly. But if anything, I did appreciate... I, I'm not... I don't really know too much about like Chinese culture, but I, I do know that, you know... Honor is very important, and these symbols really... The family really depends on it. It's something that they... Like essentially look up to, so they really took that and really made it important to Mulad and her family. I I found I I really appreciated um, how they were just able to blend in the culture of Mulan's time and into like why she is doing mm-hmm. this. I think it was really it was really important. It was really cool how they did that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I liked how her character still had to make a like a really difficult choice of having to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like one of the scenes where it shows her leaving that in the middle of the night, seeing her family and specifically seeing her father and her sister there, knowing that she might never see them again, mm-hmm. even though and she's risking all this to save them. But also she's still, she doesn't do this thing of like, well, like why does the emperor do this? this is unfair. She's like, no, it's all about honor. Like the, I have to do this because I know it's right and I do this for my country. Mm-hmm. But I'm also bending the rules a little bit because family is in the end more important. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was really interesting. It, the movie still had a lot of heart, even Definitely. without, you know, these like, you know, Mushu is a lot of the heart of the movie. <laughs> I feel like in the original, he brings like that, like, l- like a little bit of like, well, it's not too serious because I'm here. Yeah. I, I feel like, He's like, a comedic relief, for sure. Definitely. Um, but I feel like there's actually still a lot of heart in a different way of, it is more, it was more serious and more like, uh, Emotional driven, mm-hmm. um, so I like that change. I think it was um, well done. Yeah, something something that I just remembered that I feel like would be interesting to talk about 
is how from the beginning to the end they really talk about was it like Mulan's like chi or like energy flowing through yeah. her? That was an interesting thing that was yeah. not in the live in the in the um, animated version. Yeah, so. really interesting. Um, I we made I made a joke watching the movie that basically so her father says something like your chi is strong Mulan, what, there's and then like a, a thing when she's young and yeah. like she's like yeah, yeah. misbehaving, and yeah. then the commander later says your chi is strong. Why do you hide it? I was like. You just call it the force. <laughs> it's the force. Like, use the force, Mulan. It, it really seemed like they just wanted to say use the force because she has, like, these powers. I don't know. It, it, I don't really know how I feel about it. I feel like you could have just explained, like, well, she's just, like, she's gifted. I don't know. It, it's, she is an interesting way to Although I do think it. Although I, I, I do think it was an interesting way for them to do that. I do think that they use that word on purpose because... Um, in Chinese culture, that is a that is a thing. It, it reminded me, um, it reminded me of what with like Asian culture it reminded me of watching Naruto, <laughs> with like ninjas and their chi and how it's important. Um, but I do think they they definitely use that because they were trying to explain. In this version, Mulan is like. No, no one really knows why, but she's like has so much talent when it comes to like, fighting or being strong or being out of the ordinary because. Something that they really that really stressed in the beginning of the movie is, as a woman, your job is to be a good daughter and be a good wife and have children. That is, like, the main thing. Mm-hmm. That is all that matters. And you have to, you know, if you don't do that right, you are dishonoring your family. And from the beginning, Mulan does not do this right. She she doesn't... She's out of the status quo, I guess. Um, so they really try to... I like how they use, like, that word. They use the chi to explain, you know, like... That's why she's so different from everyone. That's what makes her so mm-hmm. special. That's what makes her so different. And that's what makes her such a good warrior in the future when everything happens, I guess, when when they're in the war. so Yeah, uh, I like that. That's a good way. I, I guess I didn't really see it exactly like that, where it's like she can't really just be more powerful and not have a way to explain it. It kind of has to be like, well, she has this like kind of gift. Um, I, I don't think that I don't really have a problem with it. It just maybe like towards the end, it seems a little gimmicky where it's like, well, why can't it just be like she is able to succeed and have all this mm-hmm. success because she just more driven, like just like emotionally driven, like more focused, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Um, it was fine. I, I I wasn't a huge fan of it. Um, wasn't a huge fan of the addition of it, but I get what they were trying to do. I do think it's also kind of. I, I don't think they tried to make it too, like, magically. I do think they, they tried to... It was more of, like, a mental thing for her because for her, like, throughout the movie, she's struggling with the fact that she that she lied to, to be... She's pretending to be a boy in this camp with all these guys and she doesn't want to get killed and she's also doing it for her father, but she's just honoring her family by being there. She's... Mm-hmm. Throughout the movie, she's clearly very conflicted. Um, so I think that they did a good way of incorporating that to make it more of like a mental thing for her to be able yeah. to 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 come out at the end and to really be the person she was meant to be, not not by societal standards, but by what is clearly destined for her based on her abilities. Yeah. So. And it's it's actually had like oh, I got my activate my chi powers, have yeah, this like no, weird stuff not. like it's Star Wars, yeah. Definitely not. I think it was more of a mental thing, yeah. to be honest. But it was interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Definitely different from the from mm-hmm. the um, animated version. Yeah. So speaking of uh, differences between animated and live action, let's talk a little bit about what didn't work mm-hmm. in this version that worked in animated. So I know one of the big things that we both noticed, in, in the animated version, when she's disguising herself as a man, 
it is way easier to animate it Definitely. so she looks more like a dude. Yeah. This, in the live-action version, I mean, there's not... as You can't do that much to make her look masculine other than she, like, ties, like, basically like a... I don't know, girdle she, around she, herself. She, to, bu- she binds her chest so it, so she yeah. looks more like a guy. Right. Like, th- that's kind of the stuff you have to do to, like, imply that she's, like, trying to do that. It, it But at the same time, we were watching the movie and we are like, how does no one yeah, notice spent, this girl? We spent some time talking, like, okay, maybe here I could see that they wouldn't be able to tell. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. It's like, kind if of it was dark, away. I mean, I guess they wouldn't be able to tell. But, like, she had, like they're, they're like, face. she's, like, sleeping with these guys in this tent. Like, yeah. in the broad daylight, training with these guys. I, I don't know. Sometimes it gets to be a little like, how in the world yeah. would they not notice? Granted, I do think that the people who directed this movie, I think they did a good job casting this woman. I think that that given given the fact that it was purely live action, I think they did a good job to find someone with like, I don't know how to how to put this, someone with the, with a face that has you know not necessarily like female or male features. Like she, it was very it was very easy to like like it, it was it was a little more convincing. You know, like some people have yeah. like more defining features to make them exactly. a man or a it's, woman. They did a good job with what they had to yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. They knew what they had to do. It's like, all right, well, we got to cast somebody who is not clearly a woman for the entire movie. I think I don't think she's clearly a woman for the entire movie, but sometimes it gets a little, like, they're literally talking right to her face. Mm-hmm. Like, how do they not see that? Yeah, yeah. I definitely, like, watching... I, I, I know the animated version more than you do, Brennan, but, like, mm-hmm. well, I remember when I was, like, watching the animated version, when Mulan's a woman, they make, like, like specifically a woman, they make her face, like, they have, like, her cheeks are pinker, her lips are redder, yeah. they can do that to apply, mm-hmm. like, makeup to make her look, and then when she's a male, her face is very bland, very, like, blank, it's very, so, like, yeah. I think considering, they did the best they could, you know, I, I like, I think the... To make it to make it seem like make logical sense, I guess uh, the reason like the men didn't realize is because it was so like unconventional. No one would even mm-hmm. think of a, of a woman portraying a man. You know, yeah. that's the only thing I could think Definitely. to make it make logical yeah. sense. Yeah, um, I want to talk a little bit about the songs. Mm-hmm. Not a, not a lot all about it. Um, did you miss the songs? Like, be honest. W- would the songs have fit in this movie? I I would say no. No, I agree. <laughs> Um, if, okay, if they were trying to do Aladdin, like yeah. what they did with Aladdin, if they were really doing that, like, Aladdin has so many, like, fantasy elements that they kept from the original, I don't think they could have done a serious Aladdin, it just doesn't work with the genie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you have yeah, to, no, you, have, you, you have to go all out, right? Yeah. Guy Ritchie, I think, did a really good job with that. I think this version, the songs would not have worked. Mm-hmm. I think they actually did a fantastic job of incorporating the songs without Mulan singing. Yeah, they definitely... Yeah, not not only like they incorporated like mm-hmm. just like in the background like the like instrumentalists playing like yeah. reflection playing like I'll bring honor to us all bring honor to us all like they they did I think they did a very good yeah. job incorporating those songs still into the Definitely. movie. I will say the one song I did miss was uh, "I'll Make a Man Out of You." Oh yeah, we did have a slight reference to that where the commander says. Um, uh, he m- mentions one of the lyrics with like. Um, I think he said we're gonna make men out of all. Yeah, he you. said we're gonna make men out of all you. W-, and then he says something like uh, "strength of a raging fire," which yeah, is a lyric from he, the song. He did that. So I think they did a good job, like subtly weaving in hits to the original, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, which I did like. But I think honestly, I didn't miss the music. No. I, and I think watching the trailer, I was more convinced. Like, oh, okay, I don't need music. Mm-hmm. Like this looks, this looks pretty good. Like this end product looks pretty good. I don't feel like I need music. And honestly, after the movie was over, I didn't feel like I was missing anything. I feel like maybe the one thing that the music contributes to is 
uh, like uh, Mulan being more introspective and like talking to herself more. Yeah. But I think they still weave in a pretty good amount of her having internal conflict. Definitely. I think they do that more with dialogue with the relationship with her father. I think they do that a little more with like show her trying to like like survive basically in camp with all these mm-hmm. men like she doesn't shower yeah. for like weeks and she has to like go like take a bath in the river <laughs> like yeah like I, I think they, they still do like these ways like she has a real struggle going on um less of like why do I have to be such a woman like yeah. staring into the water like yeah, 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 kind of thing or or like these commanders being like all gung ho like we're gonna make men out of you boys or sitting yeah. in your home like <laughs> it's very much they're more like no if you if you don't do something correctly we're gonna kill you yeah 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 like it's it's more serious and like okay so this is more realistic mm-hmm. um, which I thought was a pretty decent change I honestly didn't miss the music final answer for me <laughs> um. All right, um, I'd also like to talk a little bit about the villain mm-hmm. um, and a new character they added to the movie, a completely new character. I don't remember her name. I don't I'm just going to call know. her a hawk lady because she turns into a hawk. Mm-hmm. Um, she also turns into bats, some other things. Um, so basically, it's just this. there's this woman who works for... Uh, and by the way, the Huns are not a part of this movie. Yeah, they, they're, they're given a different name. It's not the Huns. Um, basically, their leader is named Bori Khan. Um, instead of, I don't remember the original character, uh, villain's uh, name. Sean Yu, I think it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. good enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Um, they, 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 the villain that, like, represents him, they d- did a pretty good match. It's pretty much exactly like, like the, the, um, mm-hmm. the animated villain. But yeah. then they had this new character, new female, yeah. who's... So basically she is, her powers are, she's able to basically shapeshift or, like, take on, take over people's bodies to, like, get them to do things or, like, get information mm-hmm. to relay to Borikon to have his army invade, right? And her character, I thought, was actually really interesting, how she does all these things because she feels like she's an outcast, but at the same time, she gets treated terribly mm-hmm. by the people that she's helping. And she feels like she's doing all this work just to get treated like dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a very interesting, like, also parallel, but also a contrast to Milan, because Milan's an outcast because she's not allowed to be who she wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not. But she's and Mulan's also like dragged down for it mm-hmm. by her family. Like you have to be like this kind of person. We are going to tell you who you are. Uh, I thought it was very interesting how they they parallel each other, but also Mulan chooses good, and this new character chooses evil. And then at the end, they both converge and. Like, a reconcile, basically, mm-hmm. in that uh, similarity. Um, yeah, what did you think about the new character? I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, I it was definitely definitely not expecting it, but it wasn't something that was, like, that shouldn't have been there. I think it was definitely, it was, it was a good, it was a good addition. Um, it was definitely good to be contrasting with Mulan, because it's, like, it's really hard, I feel like, to compare Mulan with this old man who's just bent on revenge and wants to take over the empire exactly. like i think they did it i think with that they did a really great job in adding in this other person who like her is an outcast and they even had this moment together of like fighting i'm not gonna spoil it but like it, it's just really interesting i think they did a good job like i i wasn't mad about incorporating this new character i think that it was a really good addition yeah i think there is some parts of the animated movie that you just can't show as much in live action. So you have to have, like, more clear, um, like, parallel, like, more clear character development. Because mm-hmm. in animated, you can do a lot of different things. Like, characters can do things they couldn't do in real life. 
So with this live-action version, it's to have this character who's a parallel and also, like, an enemy of Mulan mm-hmm. is very different. It builds up, I think, Mulan's character, and also this character is very interesting where it makes the villain seem, like, more evil. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, which is very hard to make guys running around in face paint carrying, like, black flags and clearly the villain, like, oh, well, they're just going to get beat. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, it's like, at least let's make it interesting um, <laughs> with this character who might betray them in the end. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I feel like with these additions that they did to this movie, like, like when we are talking before about how do we miss the music, I feel like they made this movie, it just reminded me of, like, a good action movie that has, like, a deep character storyline. Like, I didn't miss the music because it wasn't a part of the movie. Like, and then mm-hmm. adding this character, this this person who was, like, you and I are, like, the same, but we're different, you know? Like, you could be part of what I am. Exactly. You can be evil, or you can choose to be good. Didn't More you say... More Star Wars references, Yeah, honestly. yeah, you were saying it was kind like, of like Star Wars. Yeah, I was like, this is literally, like, Luke t- turned to the dark side. Like, come with me, Luke, and... Yeah, and it, it, it fit perfectly in a way that, like, we weren't... We weren't expecting to happen, and I think it's good to be pleasantly surprised, especially because there's so mm-hmm. there's been so many there's been so many live action remakes yeah. recently. Like I I think they did a really good job. Yeah. So in many, it different. yeah, exactly. So many copy paste mm-hmm. uh, Disney oh. live action remakes. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know what? Let's just go straight into that. Um, Disney live action movies. So they've had an interesting history. There's been some really good ones. I think mm-hmm. like Maleficent is really good, oh, yeah. interesting take on the Sleeping Beauty story. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the Aladdin. Some people didn't. I actually I, liked it. I liked it. We both, yeah. I think, like it a lot. Um, you know, there's been, obviously, like, more classic remakes, like the 101 Dalmatian, stuff like that. Oh, The Jungle Book. That was mm-hmm. a really good live-action remake that they did recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's stuff like Lion King, where it's like, this is clearly just a copy-paste. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast is pretty forgettable i I just i don't think there's really any good performances in that movie yeah um it's just it seems like they're trying to copy paste i think they try a little too also it's just they try to be a little like beauty and the beast is fantasy based but in a really a way you can basically only do animated Um, there's 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 like there's real life objects coming exactly really weird but uh, we connor and i have talked about that before on the podcast what we think about that but Mulan, I think, is a little bit different. You know, you have... They're not trying to do a copy-paste, but they're still trying to do the original story. It's like they're not trying to do Maleficent, where it's like, okay, well, you know, this like, Maleficent is, is, quite, is quite different. Yeah, you know, the, no, they didn't it, it, it's do a, that. B- b- movie about the villain. Mm-hmm. Mulan is like, okay, we're still going to do pretty much the exact same story, same but and we're going to do it without any comedy. Mm-hmm. Or like even like maybe like little bits of comedy, but not comedy-driven like it is with the original movie. And also just really trying to really trying to focus on what was important to her and mm-hmm. her culture and her background and everything, so... Yeah. And the family values and, and all that stuff. Yeah. I think, like, real-life, like, humanist... humanistic elements were more important in this story, and I think it served it well. Yes. I think, honestly, like, take Beauty and the Beast, for example. It's a girl who gets made fun of her reading... Gets trapped in a castle with a hairy dude, ends up falling in love with him because their kitchen appliances tell her that this guy is actually a good dude. Yeah, it's 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 purely fantasy. Clearly. <laughs> really weird. Okay, yeah. like clearly that doesn't work in live action, and we saw it not work. But, but also, yeah. I think Lion King. Sure, oh, yeah. it worked visually. But did we gain anything from the live action version? We didn't. It was yeah, the same. It was like like we were talking about like. 
We just wasted our money. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, we went out of the theater. Like, why the heck did I just? <laughs> why yeah, the heck did I just? I spend just money saw on the that? same movie. Yeah, then. I could go watch that on free form. Is in the words of Connor, I could go watch that on a free form later. Um, <laughs> when he when he can watch the movie. Um, but I think Mulan actually is a pretty good blend of like we're actually gonna it, like contribute to the story and add things because we're gonna do this live action. It's much more like we already have a great character in Mulan. We have a great story of. Like a very a story that we can all relate to, kind of of like people kind of telling you who you're supposed to be, and you, you know, like trying to break out of that mold. Mm-hmm. I think honestly, doing it live action added to that being able to connect to a character because there's only so much you can do to connect to a drawing, mm-hmm. but connecting to a real person with her actual facial expressions, other people around her, being in her environment, I think it was. I think I think this is like one of the best Disney live action remakes. I, I definitely agree. Um, it adds a lot. Like for a Disney live action remake to be good, I think it has to add something to the mm-hmm. movie, and it has to like, yeah, it, it just has to add something onto the movie, and then not like get rid of the parts that were core to the movie. Like Lion King, it got rid of the like expression on the animals' faces. It like numbed it all down. You know, Beauty and the Beast, frankly, got rid of the jolliness of the, the, you know, like, house characters, stuff like that. It just, and, like, the music was just not as good. Here's what I think. I think it should make you question, would I watch this again in favor of, you know, would I watch this again instead of watching mm-hmm. the, the uh, animated r- movie? Like, like, can they give me mm-hmm. different things? Because exactly. animated movies are typically more, like, it's animated. It's not real life. It's typically more happy, more comedic, more magical, it's Disney, and all that stuff, um, and live action really, like, Mulan is already, when, when you actually think about it, it's a pretty intense story, and they really took that and made it their own, and made it, a, like, a really, a really important story, a really, like, worth watching again, like, mm-hmm. I, I would definitely 100% watch yeah, this again, definitely, you know? so, like, I, I think that's actually a really good point. Like, would you rather watch this than the original movie? I think one of the things like Jungle Book, I would actually rather watch the new one than the old one. I don't know. Like, the old, I love the original animated one, but the new live action version is really good. And I think it's like, it, it, it actually works with the animals, surprisingly. I think Jung, or uh, Lion King takes away when it comes to, like, expression on the animals. I think the new Jungle Book, like, there's, we just, and we just watch all the animated ones. The, the animated Jungle Book was really good, but then I watched the live-action one, I was like, oh, man, this actually really improves on it. Like, it, it is much more interesting And with the story. Jungle Book, there is there is still a human character. Yeah. You know, there's still a... Exactly. Like, who is the main character to play off of. Big That was a big problem with the Lion King. Lion King is just... It's it's all animals, yeah. you know? And, like, you can get... You can only get so much emotion from, mm-hmm. from you know, doing yeah. it on the computer, you know exactly. what I mean? <laughs> and then I think, like, Maleficent... I would rather watch Maleficent than Sleeping Beauty because, like, it, for like a movie that was it's for a entertainment take value. On the because Sleeping Beauty, you know what you're getting. It's a princess movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, definitely. It's pr- with fairies and all this stuff. Uh, Maleficent is very like more hardcore version. I would rather watch that. Like for me, I would yeah. rather watch that. No, yeah, Maleficent. Maleficent is is different from Mulan though because Maleficent, Maleficent is still like, what about the villain? No one talks yeah. about that. Let's let, let's delve. It's because it has one of the most interesting villains in yeah. Disney. Yeah. So Mulan is is. I would say Mulan is one of a kind because they were able to take a princess movie, quote unquote, and make it into such a serious yet really mm-hmm. interesting, interesting live action Definitely. movie. So, yeah, super cool. Um, let's talk a little bit about the home viewing experience. Definitely, we're gonna, we're gonna go a little bit away from like the, from the, the movie, plot, yeah, and, and talk a little bit about what it was like to watch it at home. So, we watched this in your house on mm-hmm. your TV. 
with your beautiful surround sound audio, which yeah, I'm jealous it, of that, every that time I go over there. Um, it was really great, actually. Um, I actually really liked it. I, I liked watching. There's something. I, of course, I miss the theater. I, I love going to theater watching mm-hmm. a movie. But I feel like this movie, I didn't miss being at the theater. We'll talk a little bit later about other movies that I would. But I feel like this movie is not big enough where it's like, I'd want to go see this, like, big screen, IMAX. Like, it's yeah. not Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. It's like, this movie knows what it is. I feel like Disney was like, okay, we can take this risk with this movie because we think that it still has an appeal outside of the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, what was, like, your opinion on that? Like, did, did you, when you were watching at home, were you like, oh, man, this would be really cool in a theater to see? I mean, you know, with any new movie, obviously, it would be great. But considering the circumstances, and, you know, it was, it's been such a long time since the premiere happened. Like, I was really excited to see it, you know, just to see something new. And, you know, honestly, like, you can make the most out of your own situation, your own home. Like, we had popcorn to eat, and we made the yeah. most of it. I had, we had the surround sound. Like, you know, um, I just... Considering this, considering the circumstances, I actually I liked watching it at home. You mm-hmm. know, it was just like sitting down and watching a good movie with your mm-hmm. family. You know, exactly. Now, don't get it twisted. Would I rather watch in a theater? Hundred times, yeah, yes. Exactly. I would rather watch any movie in a theater. <laughs> but given the circumstances and all this stuff happening, would I was it a good experience to watch at home? I think this movie is a solid yes. I would. I think think it was a good experience, um, and I think that this is the kind of perfect movie. It's like. It's just like, like big enough where it's like okay, this is like worth worth my attention, but also like it's not too big where it's like man, I would have really liked watching these swords, mm-hmm. like fight, it's a sword fight in 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 a theater because like it wasn't like hand to hand combat action kind of stuff. It was more like, you know, it was like more intimate movie. Yes. Even though it was like a war based movie, it was still like intimate like. On my home screen, I wasn't, like, missing anything. Exactly. It's not like the action-filled, like, yeah. Avengers movie You're not going to watch, it, like, movie. Mission Impossible. It's not, it's not that. Like, yeah. I would need to go see Mission Impossible or, like, a Bond movie in a theater. I didn't miss it with this movie. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, speaking of that, that takes us right into our next point, which is talking about Disney and this whole premiere access thing that they're doing. So, theaters obviously are still, you know, there's some places that are re- open. I know Connor's in Virginia right now. Theaters are open there. He's probably going to go see Tenet. I don't know if he has already. Um, but if he has, you'll probably see a review on it. Um, of course, without me. <laughs> we're kind of splitting up because we're in different places that you can see movies. Um, but this Disney Premier Access thingy that D- Disney announced, like, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to release this movie. We're not going to wait, keep delaying it. We're just going to give it to you. But it's going to be on Disney Plus for a price, an added premium price. Um, and that got, I know, me and Connor thinking, okay, well, if this is successful, does Disney just abandon theaters for the rest of the year? I know they've said, like, no, we want Black Widow to be in a theater. It needs to be, like, it deserves to be in a theater. This character deserves to have a theater. And I'm, But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, I just want to see the movie <laughs> at this point. Like, I've waited so I've waited since May to see the movie. I would honestly, at this point, rather just watch it at home than w- keep waiting even until next year or how long it's going to be. If things are open in November, yeah, I'm down. In Cal- if things are open in California where we are in November, which I doubt, <laughs> yeah, if that's, that's the case, the I'm like, yeah, I'm there. But this Disney Premier Access thing, we'll have to see how it goes. I'm really curious to see how the box office numbers are, how much money it makes. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, $30 is quite a bit of money. 
to pay. I know if you're a family, it's a little different. I know, like, your family, it was like a bargain because, like, yeah, you'd probably yeah. go see it in the theater anyway, pay way more money. Yeah, we have a big family. Like, for, for, for week, the opening weekend tickets, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Premier Access has a certain appeal and then it has a certain drawback. Yeah, I will say that it obviously, it makes sense that they're going to charge you to watch this movie because they, you know, that's, you already are paying, like, the box office is a huge deal. You're paying, you're supposed to pay to, they want you to pay to go see it, even Mm -hmm. though it's Disney, and they have a lot of money still. I wasn't surprised that they were making, they had this, like, special gold premium access thing that, you know, you are, if you have a Disney, if you have a Disney Plus subscription, then you can pay, and then you can see it. Mm-hmm. It I wasn't surprised by that, with, yeah. from Disney, to be honest. <laughs> and I think, on actually, an important thing is that this movie's actually getting released on Disney Plus pretty quick. It's, like, early December. They're going to release this movie for free on Disney Plus, where yeah. you can go watch mm-hmm. it with just the subscription. You need to pay $30 for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's actually important, where it's, like, it's not like they're going to keep this Premier Access thing on it for, like, a year or something yeah. like that and, like, try to make more money off it. They're very much like, we we have, like, we paid money for this movie, so we're going to charge you to watch it because you would have paid money for it. But also at the same time, like, we're not going to try to make as much money and try to go crazy on, like, well, we have to make up all this money that we lost. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's, like, it kind of applies, you know, you, like, just like a normal movie. You you pay, you pay to see in the theater or you wait till it comes out on DVD and get it for cheaper. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of the same thing. Like, you can wait if you want to or you can pay to see it now. Like, mm-hmm. it's your choice and they gave you the option. Yeah. Um, so, for, like, Disney Premier Access, like, my thoughts on it, I think it was great for Mulan. I wouldn't necessarily be thrilled with having to watch Black Widow at my house. I would rather go watch that movie because I know it's going to be super cool action. They have the John Wick stunt coordinator on that movie. Like, they really went all out in stunts. I really would be missing a theater. I just know I would be if I watched it at home. Like, there's only so much that my TV can do for me instead of a giant screen with great sound and like and especially i think the thing that i miss is the movie going experience mm-hmm. being able to go and watch a movie having a bunch of people there with you being able to cheer with you and laugh with you and like have this experience with like complete strangers is honestly one of the best experiences that i've like been able like to have regularly is having a theater experience so i i really am missing that and i think i would miss it for a marvel movie especially mm-hmm. um and there's some other uh Disney movies that are coming out in the future. I don't remember any, like, really off the top of my head. Black Widow is the big one. Um, but then it's, like, there's some other movies that are in theaters, supposedly, but they're not Disney movies that are supposed to be coming out. Like, the Bond movie, like, what happens if theaters aren't open then? Like, are they going to release a Bond movie in only certain parts of the country? <laughs> Would they yeah. put it online? I don't think they'd, like, do, an, like, a home release for Bond. Like, that's a big movie. So, we'll have to see. Um... I think Premier Access, though, for this kind of movie is a win because it's clearly a movie for families to go mm-hmm. watch. We're all, like, stuck at home. So giving us a little bit of new stuff to watch and, frankly, us at Off Script, new stuff to talk about mm-hmm. is great. So I think uh, Disney made the right call releasing this at home. We'll have to see what they do for the later movies, though. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, so I think... Actually, and then our last point was, is it worth $30? Uh, it just depends, honestly. If you're a family like we like Adrian's family is, and I got to watch it with them, like clear they would have gone to see this movie probably like the opening weekend, right? Because mm-hmm. you know they have kids, they like princess movies. Let's be honest. Um, like, is it worth thirty dollars? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's actually us, a bargain. It cost it's, a lot, act- it's actually a lot cheaper to do that. Now, if it was me and Co- me and Connor were like, I don't man, I don't know if we're gonna 
we're just going to pay $15. Like, yeah. We're also spoiled because we have Regal Unlimited, so we can go see as many movies as we want for a certain price a month. <laughs> but I feel like for, like, it's like for for like families, it's great. For like like couples that live in that like live together, it's like I mean I don't thirty dollars is a lot for mm-hmm. a movie. You know, it's like it co- that would be more than it would cost to see it in the theaters yeah. with a ticket. Now mm-hmm. it is like you don't have to you can make popcorn at home and get your own drinks <laughs> and do whatever you want there. I mean you don't have to pay for snacks. Yeah. Um. So there is that difference. Um. But I feel like paying more for a at-home movie is not something that, like, single people or, like, couples would really be into. But clearly for families, I think it's a home run. Yeah. Because they're definitely, they're already going to pay more than $30 to go watch the movie. And then not having to wrangle your kids to the theater, like, get yeah, them to be definitely. quiet during the movie, it, it, it's it's a win for everyone. I wish more parents would not bring their kids to the movies. <laughs> 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 for yeah, these no, kind of I, movies. I agree. So I think it just depends honestly, on who you are. Um, but I think, I would encourage you to go watch the movie. I think it's really solid. Um, I think ranking it, what would you give it, like, out of 10? I know Connor loves to do this. Oh. Ranking out of 10. I mean, I'm already pretty optimistic with movies. I'm the kind of person who, if I'm pleasantly entertained, I'm not really going to be critical about it. <laughs> and I really enjoyed this movie. Like, I don't know what you're thinking, but I, maybe a 9 out of 10? Mm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd give it probably like an eight. Maybe I'd go down to like a seven and a half because there's some things that I was like, eh. But I, I actually think it's a solid eight. It's like genuinely in my mind, like it, a scale of one to ten is not like 80 would be a B in a grade system. <laughs> yeah. But eight out of ten is like really good. So it's like a, like an A minus. So. I think also like a big thing is that we've just been really dying to see something new, to see something that's yeah. out in the, th- that's out, that's brand new to watch and to experience. That's a movie, like, that hasn't, mm-hmm. feel like that hasn't happened in so exactly. long. So just to be able to just, even though it's at home, just to be able to sit down and watch something new and be able mm-hmm. to talk about something new that's happening. Exactly. Like, I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. aspect, so, yeah. yeah. I know there's some of you who are definitely, like, live somewhere on the East Coast. You're like, what are you talking about? I've been going to theaters yeah, since we live July. In uh, we hate you, first of all. <laughs> we hate you for, we're so jealous we're of you. We're still stuck at home. <laughs> um, but this is for the Californians. <laughs> no, but I think uh, Mulan overall was a success. I think even in the theater, I would have been pretty happy with it. I don't know if I would have been as happy with it as if it was like, been waiting for something to happen where it's yeah. like, oh, finally, it's me to watch. I'm going to love it. The, the it, it definitely actually gives it like a, for some people, it'll give it, like, a bonus because, like, cool, new stuff, I love it. Some people would be like, ah, this is the first thing that's out. You know, it just, it depends on who you're asking. Yeah, exactly. It has a super low audience score. For, it has, like, a 40 audience score for some reason. I'm not to it. Really weird. I don't, I don't know why. I think, it's, I think it's the bias of people, like, oh, I paid $30. It's not worth it. It's like, mm-hmm. well, you know what you're getting, man. Like, you know, $30, you paid the money. You, you committed to spend $30 on this movie. You have to live with it. You yeah. can't, like, go complain on Rotten Tomatoes about exactly. having to pay money for it. Um, so, yeah, I think that's pretty much going to do it for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you should definitely go watch the movie. Yeah, um, definitely. Or wait until December when, it, <laughs> when it's available for free. Um, but I think it's super solid. Um, she gave it a 9, I gave it an 8. Uh, we'll compromise, give it 8.5. I think that's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, so for a first, the first new Disney movie in about six months, or actually more than that, what was like the, Onward actually was like the last Disney movie that actually came out. Mm-hmm. Like a, a movie that was supposed to be in theaters. Um, so I think, you know, for the first time in six months having new stuff to talk about, I think it automatically gets 
a win in my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been really bad for me to be like, wow, I really wish I wouldn't have wasted my time on that. <laughs> um, so, and, and I mean, and the whole Mulan live action, we didn't know how it was going to go. I think they pulled it off. Yeah, pleasantly so, surprised. Yeah, pleasantly surprised is really good. Um, yeah, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, stuff coming up. Uh, well, big announcement, Mandalorian Season 2 comes out October 30th. Right around Halloween. Super excited for that. (laughs) Super pumped. Um, We don't know what's happening with the Marvel stuff yet, which I'm also very excited about. There's rumors that's getting pushed back to 2021. I really hope that's not true. Yeah. But Mandalorian Season 2 is happening. We should get a trailer for it in the very soon immediate future. Like, next couple weeks. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to drop it without a trailer. I think they have to get the hype up for it. Even though, of course, people are getting hyped for Baby Yoda. Are you kidding me? (laughs) But, like... People need to get hyped for Mandalorian again. So that's a big one. Uh, again, I said before, Connor, uh, I know you're probably listening to this. If you watch Tenet, you want to do an episode? <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> Just ask him. <laughs> um, so if, if, if that is true, you'll see a Tenet episode in the future here in, in the next week or two. So uh, get ready for that. I know I was pretty excited to watch that, but unfortunately I can't watch it because California. So I will watch it when it gets on DVD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so thanks to AJ for joining me. It was yeah, fun to have you on. Fun. Let's do it again. I've been wanting to do this for a while. I know. She's been really trying to get on the pod. Um, and here she is, the perfect opportunity. She's perfect. very knowledgeable about Disney. Yes. And also, Connor is not able to, want to do this episode because he didn't watch yeah, it. I'm, so. glad, I'm glad that I'm his replacement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you guys next time. All right. Bye. Bye.